Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Shete Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madden Podcast. What it do, 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 what it do. What's going on? We are here. Busy back. I was going to say bizzack. Busy is a, is a word on its own, so that didn't work. Never mind. Okay. When <laughs> I was saying like drizzy. Doing the most. Like drizzy Drake, busy yeah, back. Guess who's bizzack? Exactly. That's what I, I was going for. I was for. vibing with you. I was Thank vibing you, with you. How's it going? Good. How yeah. you doing? I'm doing quite well. February, um, by the time this airs, is going to be coming to a close. Yeah. They give us the, the shortest month. The shortest month. But this year, hmm. it is we did get the 29th. We did get the 29th yes. day. Yeah. So, y'all so better awesome. live up the 29th. Yes. Do okay, everything do you it. can do. <laughs> do it. Because you ain't going to get another one for, for four more oh, years. Oh, every right? four years? I, I don't think. know. Uh-huh. Oh, who knows? Okay. Um, hey girl, hey. Hey. So we've been doing this series, if you've been listening, on love, um, all series long. And mm-hmm. so we are continuing with that. Um, but this particular episode, we're talking about love in the culture. Black love history. Love the culture, black history. So in line with that, um, for our hey girl, hey, we want to talk about what we're loving, but it's got to be something blackity black. Black owned and operated. Black directed, black created. Like something Tyler Perry. That's pretty. That's well. That's all Tyler. You know what? Tyler. I have not seen a fall from grace yet. We started it, and I'm sorry if you're. I mean, he's not listening. But if you if you're a big fan, and you know, it was not really. I couldn't even get through. A lot of people said they really enjoyed it. Well, maybe that's just me. I mean, to each his own, right? We all me have our and my husband. We both were like, mm, mm, mm. and we were like, we got time. We but did you even... all give it like an honest shot? We don't have time <sighs> to go down this this road. Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't have. Mm-mm. Okay, no problem. So I'm gonna start by sharing what I'm loving this month. Okay, um, and it is the Prince George's County Black Business Challenge. Oh, what's that? So my brother is actually the one of the creators of this challenge. In the month of February, they are asking people to go out and support Black businesses in mm. Prince George's County. And I know this is occurring at the end of the month, mm. but you don't have to stop in February. That's right. And really, the goal is to go to the business, support it, post about it, and then challenge and tag three of your friends to go out and do the same. And so the county is made up of, you know, 65% Mm -hmm. African Americans. Mm -hmm. I don't know the stats for the number of black businesses Mm -hmm. in the county, but we do need to support. Yeah, that there's enough that we could be out here. Yeah. Yeah. And we will post or tag the back black business challenge uh in the notes so that you all can nice. go follow them because they are trying to put together a list of black businesses in the county if you don't live in maryland or dc or wherever wherever you are this right. is a perfect opportunity to find local black businesses and support them beyond what you already do because right. most of us have black hairstylists mm-hmm. we have black barbers we you don't know have black nail techs for the most part we don't so have we can lean into that yeah, lean yeah. into that mm-hmm. there are opportunities where we can 
put our dollars back into the community. So that's what I'm loving this month. I love that. And not only does it not only have to be done in February, but you don't have to be black to do it. That is true. Right? So if you're a black ally, friend, Mm -hmm. listening... You can also take part in the Black Business Challenge. And tag us, too, because yes. I would love to know of more black businesses in Prince George's County, right. in, D, you know, D.C., Virginia, because uh, I want to support. It's yeah. important. Uh, my my blackity black thing that I'm loving right now is hashtag culture tags. Yes. Yes. My, um, a good girlfriend, Unique, I mentioned her on a previous episode, had a cool brainchild to come up with a game because yes. you know we love our game nights. We, do lo- we love Black our people ta- are competitive. Yep, a- we love our a- taboo. We love our spades. We love our family feud. Um, so she kind of combined all. We love our Uno. We do love our Uno. Don't mess. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. yeah that. So it's a Do y'all put between... two draw fours on each other? Is that Here in the rules? I'm joking. And we, love, and we love making up our own rules. Um, so she's come up with this awesome brainchild, Culture Tags. Um, she's running a Kickstarter for it. It might probably be done um, by the time this airs, but she's already exceeded her yeah, goal. Yeah, I actually so. had a dream that she exceeded. Or did I see it she on exceeded. Twitter? She exceeded. She exceeded in day one. Oh, yeah. Then I actually saw that on Twitter. You mm. know, that's the problem when you are scrolling Instagram and Twitter. Mm. At night, I didn't know if was I dreamed it or it and was true. Side note: Tanil be falling asleep and being awake. She be awake. That sleep. is true. Like I, we watch a movie, she'll be laughing, talking, sleeping all at the same time. All at the same. And I damn can't tell time. what's going on. So, culture tags. Um, if you weren't able to support the Kickstarter mm-hmm. when it's out and it hits the streets, I'll come back on here and let y'all know so that you can. By the game, it's yes. fun. We play, we played, we played. Oh, cool! Yeah, we played um at the at the village, and it was okay. super fun. And she's had some game nights at her house and stuff, and it's fun. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen a couple of uh, culture tags that she's posted on Twitter and Instagram, yeah. and have been able to like figure actually, some I don't know of what those the out. Date that this actually the, by the date that this is airing, two twenty one, February twenty first. She's having a live culture tag oh. event in DC, so I think this will be I'm right before go ahead then. And come. Yeah, because so. that might be a little place where some cuties might be. Right, and yeah, continuing from our last episode. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, get your purpose is to support black business in this, this is season. True. So you let me walk in it. Let me walk in it. <laughs> yes, love it. So as Maddie said, we are going to be fo- focusing on black culture and what is more, um, I guess, the bedrock of black culture than black women. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have said, guess who's black? Black. You know what? Mm-hmm. It has gone. Sorry, never it mind. It has gone too far. Black women. We are the, yeah. Yeah, we are the strong cornerstone. Cornerstone. Of the community. Of the community. And we have been focusing on love all February long. And so today we are going to love on our black women and culture. Yes. Love on the sisters. Um, So we've talked about, you know, how this um, podcast is really to support gatherings and so Mm -hmm. it's important that we guide the conversations at these gatherings and we talked about the table topic um uh, table talk topics um towards conversations that are relevant and meaningful but also towards conversations that are sometimes difficult to talk about so sometimes when we're in quote mixed company and we're talking with our girlfriends one of my close girlfriends who i mentioned who i shouted out on the last episode Mm -hmm. she is white but she, she her husband is um 
black. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we should be able to have those same conversations with her in the room as if she wasn't in the room because there are sensitivities that she needs to know about in order to support her husband, support her family, her children. That's true. So I don't think we need to take that mask off and on. I think we need to be able to have these conversations, especially, especially, you know, and same thing when we're talking about black women, we should be able to have those conversations with men, with men. It's not just about us talking about those things. Um, between you know, amongst ourselves yeah. yeah so i think it's important um to talk about our culture not just with fellow black female friends and family but mm-hmm. with everyone white friends and family people from other cultures right you know america's not the end-all be-all people from other countries sometimes our culture gets represented in other countries and places, places. misrepresented mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah this month's love note that i sent out at the very beginning of february includes some table talk topics that guide us in this um direction and i think the question of the episode today mm-hmm. is a is a question of the episode is a table talk topic so what Tanil and I are discussing today you also have the opportunity to talk about around your tables at home and like Maddie said these conversations are really important bring your favorite men to the table mm-hmm. bring your favorite friends mm-hmm. non-black friends to the table because mm-hmm. um, it's important right. we have to understand one another to continue to grow together uh, as a community and so that understanding needs to be there and I think with those conversations and maturity comes opportunities to learn that there are really more likenesses than differences and that we're true. we live in such a polarized mm, time mm, in mm. this country like a very hot very. just you know just cancel I'm, culture and just the, the, black all, people in the cancel culture we're not gonna go down this road today. they didn't already can they didn't do, they be doing trades they didn't trade it Stacey Dash Gail got traded Let me for tell Nancy you, Pelosi. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> we, will, we will take you, Auntie Nancy, though. Nancy, she, she, I love she's cool. She's cool. Um, but yeah, cancel culture. And this is not just with race, with the Me Too, with the right. LGBTQ, with, you know, there's, uh, they, everything is just so volatile right now. So I think the more we can break down barriers and have discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't read Becoming by First Lady Michelle Obama, yes. she talks about how she went from house to house, neighborhood to neighborhood, you know, rural area to urban area and sat down with people in their homes and had conversations Conversation. and how enlightening that was for her mm-hmm. to learn that we are all much more alike than we are different. different. So, yeah, we are the human race at That's our right. core. That's uh, right. And so there are a lot of values that we share mm-hmm. that we should learn about. So you talked about cultural appropriation. Mm. Why is black American culture so persuasive and popular? Um, we, I mean, we bring that fire. Straight fire. Spicy, you know, flavor, flavor. From the music to the food to the hair. Is we, I mean. Yes. How could you not love it? They brought, when they brought us over, even though that was a very traumatic mm-hmm. time and season, mm-hmm. that was the best thing that they could have happened. Because we brought all them, we, we brought all them, uh, them flavors and spices and yes. drums and culture and everything with us. And that, that sort of that, that pressure cooker, you know, mm-hmm. of that period of the United States, um, very ugly past, past right. what, what the beauty that, that came, came out, out of that, it. right? Mm-hmm. Beauty for ashes. That, that is to this day, you see. Uh, women emulating what black women, our bodies, yes, our hair, our music, lips, it, our I lips, mean, it's every, every our recipes, day. our men, nah. our men, yeah, all of that. So definitely, we bring that fire. Something we have something to be proud of, and we see. And th- again, this is not just in the United States. Mm-hmm. You Japan, you go anywhere, yeah, and you look at the what what the popular music is on a dial, and all of that. Black Hip-hop. culture is yeah, all yeah. You see black American culture. 
even in, back in, in Africa, Africa right? right? And right, it, I mean, right. now we see a lot of African culture, of course, in America. In America. We see Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes yeah. all, but right now we talk about being black. So, so we bring so that we hot about, fire. So we get, right. So we bring that hot fire. <laughs> Do people use hot, still use hot Probably fire? not. This is where burr, we burr, burr. <laughs> This is where we need the sound effects. <laughs> that drip. That's what they use. They do use that drip. Can't we do, do dripping. Because you can't even say swag no more. I you was can't. Like, mm. Please don't. Oof. Yeah. D- DJ Superfly shaking his head. No. <laughs> yeah. He's all into the, the culture. The culture. And yeah. The music. He know what to say and what not to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell y'all. I listen to, if you come into my car and I'm dropping you off Praise 104. That's all we listening to. Gosh, so you better get your culture from <laughs> Lecrae. <laughs> Well, somebody who is another gospel rapper. You know, I'm not into gospel rap. That's oh. another episode for another yeah, day. Yeah, that is true. Oof. All right. Okay, so what do we think makes black women especially so magical and often imitated, never duplicated? Black girl magic. What is that? What's it about? Oh, that is a very good question. Mm. I think it's about our makeup. So at the core, uh, over the years, we've been so many values have been instilled in us Mm -hmm. through the struggle Mm -hmm. uh, and through just everything that women have had to go through period, period, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's struggle or success, those things have been poured back into us. And I think we have learned from those struggles and those successes and each generation gets a little bit better than the one before. Mm. And we're standing on the shoulders of some amazing women. And the people after us are standing on our shoulders. And it's just, I think, really the values that um, our great, 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 great grandmothers instilled into our families. And when you think about the fabric of this country and just going back to that pressure cooker of a time, Mm -hmm. you know, early in, in this country's founding... And you think about what the black woman represented mm. in, you know, in white families right. and in American families, in American culture, she was doing everything. everything. She was everything. She was the backbone and the glue to the family. And the tragic part is often not having the ability to do that for her own oh. family. Mm-hmm. And so th- there's... Um, we talk, and I'm, we're going to get into this too, we, we talk a lot about like generational curses mm-hmm. and things that are passed down, but I think that's one amazing thing that's been passed down mm-hmm. and, and withstood the test of time through all of the this, the hurt the, the, the ugly pain, past yeah. the Jim Crow and everything that mm-hmm. strength mm-hmm. Um, and innovation yes of innovation. black women I love man that. yes that is something. shout out to Madam CJ C. C. Walker because mm. hey my hair is laid <laughs> all because of her if there was not CJ okay <laughs> no um so yeah, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go flow into that. So we yeah. talk a lot about breaking generational trauma. We talk about making changes for the better. We talk about improving, and of mm-hmm. course, all cultures. We all have things to improve and to grow some. But right. what are things, Tennille, specifically that you would never want to lose from your culture, mm-hmm. and that you want to instill in your kids? And I, I want you to specifically answer this because I am, for those of you that may or may not know, I'm a first generation American. My family were immigrants mm-hmm. to this country. So I am African American. They immigrated from East Africa, mm-hmm. but my lineage and my legacy is not the same um, as yours. So mm-hmm. I want to hear your perspective as being truly an African American, black American woman. Yeah. So my answer is that when I thought about this question and I think about my family and my makeup, 
is really the value and the importance of community and family. Mm-hmm. Um, my family is, and I, I've been blessed because mm-hmm. I know not all families are this way, but we gather often, mm-hmm. we fight, mm-hmm. we love, mm-hmm. we fight again, mm-hmm. we love again, <laughs> mm-hmm. but no one and nothing can separate us long term, mm. right? And I think that that again is something that has been built over the years the and, the, and the generations, mm. the resilience. We might get knocked down, we're going to come back. We might have a fight, we're going to come back at some point. Now, I'm not saying my family is perfect mm. by no stretch of the means, but we always remember the greater good. And that's our family name. And so at the end of the day, that's all we have. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was going to say is faith. Mm -hmm. Black people (laughs) and faith, Mm -hmm. that's what got us through Mm -hmm. slavery, the civil rights movement, today, Donald Trump. Trump. Exactly. Um, And so I wouldn't take that background for anything in the world Mm. because in some of my darkest moments it was my faith in God and my praying grandmothers that got me through Mm. and then the last but not least is the food Mm. fried chicken that's right macaroni and cheese collard greens greens String mm. beans, sweet potatoes. Nah, I could do string Oh, I love string beans. They're good, but mm, yeah. They're not a t- top. Yeah, they're not a top. They're not so, collard greens. Exactly. They're mm-hmm. not collards. But yes, everything black. Mm-hmm. You know, pig, I don't know. I don't indulge in pig feet y'all and chitlin. Y'all fry some fish at y'all cook. That's going to be. Oh, yeah. We, that's a Maryland. All, that, yeah, if y'all that's ever like, get to know me, like on a real deep level, you might get invited to the annual Summer Sizzler. It's the place okay? to be. The fried fish be off the chain. Yeah. The ribs. Mm. This year, actually, mm. the ribs. Uh, I wasn't there he, this year. He overcooked them a little oh, bit. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it, the food is what brings families together. That's right. And um, yeah, I, it, I wouldn't trade family, faith, and food and there's for that anything in the again. black culture. That food, that turning nothing into something, right? Yes. You know what I mean? So here's the scraps of the mm-hmm. pig and a da 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 da. And it's like, we're going to make right. it do what it do. Exactly. That's that, that's that fire. That's that ingenuity. That and ingenuity. yeah, we are, we are a very smart um, hmm. culture of people that's or right. group of people. That's right. And we sell ourselves short. Mm. A lot of times. And I think that's why it's really important for us to protect our intellectual property. Mm. Because a lot of the things that we take advantage of today, although may not be attributed to a black person, mm-hmm. were born out of the idea of a black person. That's right. So we need to celebrate that. Speak that. Maddie. Yes, ma'am. All right. As a first generation African American mm-hmm. who has the experience of both your Ethiopian culture and mm-hmm. traditions and then your experience of being a black woman mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. what do you love most about your identity? It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because when I was a kid, I saw the flip side of it. It was like a lose-lose. Mm. Like I felt like I wasn't black enough right. and I felt like I wasn't African Ethiopian okay. enough, right? Because like, yeah, I spoke my language, I knew my culture, but I had never lived in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. I had never even been there um, until you know more recently, until I was in right. high school. And so, 
you know, I got a different name, so I'm trying to fit in. Fit There's in. no other mm-hmm. Ethiopians around here. I, you know, there are a lot in the area, the area but right. I, not where I grew up in PG County, maybe in Montgomery County Montgomery or, County. Mm-hmm. you know, Shaw Howard area or Northern Virginia, but right. not where I grew up. And so as a kid, I looked at it very differently because as a kid, you're trying to do what? Fit That's in. So you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But now I see the flip of the coin. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so grateful to be able to, to have that immense blessing of being able to trace my lineage mm-hmm. um and so my husband and i traveled to ethiopia together and just that level of connection that he felt and just mm. you know that warm welcome i'm so grateful for that i'm that. so grateful for my parents prioritizing um you know not trying to make it their priority to get us to assimilate to this culture but to mm-hmm. teach us that our culture is so important mm-hmm. you know they're like you live here we don't have to do anything to teach you right. how to be american, american. or black american mm-hmm. we we want to make sure that you preserve your culture right. because that could for generations be to lost come. right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and then what do i love about being black american everything mm-hmm. you know everything like you said the food the embrace the church my you know my sorority, like everything about mm-hmm. the culture. I love, that's what I know. That's the all music. I know. The music. I love a downbeat. Yeah. And if you're not from this area, just growing up in Prince George's mm-hmm. County, just the rich, go, go, just, it's, it's so rich, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm just so grateful to, um, really have been afforded the opportunity to have the best of both worlds. And I hope yeah. to afford that same opportunity to my daughter as well. It's like, you get to be black and black. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and I have really been blessed to have friends who are Ethiopian, Nigerian, Cameroonian, yeah. to be exposed to those cultures because yeah. I wouldn't have had that opportunity, um, you know, any other way. I'm working on the day that I can get to travel with Maddie and Lewis to Ethiopia mm-hmm. and go to Cameroon yeah. with my other line sister just so that I can, you know, have that experience. Yeah. But even just going to their houses and to their events, weddings, weddings. Yeah. yes, it's just been a very amazing experience. And so. I feel like, sorry, go ahead. We no, that's say, it. I was going to say, I feel like we live at a time now and I don't know if it's because I'm more mature, but like. When we were kids, it was very much like finger pointing, me against you, mm-hmm. African booty scratcher, all this negativity, you know. And now it's like, it's Come like on Africa rising, yes. Afro beats, thanks to uh, which it, Wakanda forever. Oh, you Black Panther. Black that Panther. is when, when the African you culture see, started to is popping. further so you infiltrate. See, so yes. we, we, we were already doing that That's within our true. relationships and our friendships and just living in the D.C. area, yeah. living around Howard. Like that is just intertwined. It's, a, right. it's part of the fabric of this area. But I love that for us. I just thought of something. What? You owe me an Ethiopian dinner date. Oh. Well, let's do that next week. Okay. All right. All right. So, Maddie. <laughs> yes. How are you making Black History? I'm doing it right now through the Love Madden podcast. Yes. Just encouraging and inspiring communities to get together mm-hmm. and really get back to what we do naturally. You know, like you said, the food, getting mm-hmm. around the table, talking, opening up breaking down barriers and stigma mm-hmm. and moving past trauma to just be real. Because like we said, there's, you know, there are sides of culture and, you know, familial things that can be challenging. So really moving past some of those stereotypical things right. and moving past some of those generational things to just get to the to the core goodness. So I'm making it right now through the podcast, through the blog, through following through on my commitment, commitment to, you know, too. to do this good work. And investing in your family. Investing in my family, just showing up every day. Right. Yeah. And so that's well, how I'm making black I was about history. to say, yeah, what about yeah. you? I feel like every day that I 
do good in the name of, you know, in my family name, Mm -hmm. I am contributing to the history and to the long line of Daniels. Mm -hmm. So this is a a story for a different day. Mm -hmm. But in my family is from Saluda, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. It was the Daniel, like is our formal last name. Mm -hmm. And then when they moved up north, the S got added somehow. Mm -hmm. But um, recently... Someone posted in our family Facebook group all of the amazing firsts that had been uh, achieved by a member of our family. So there was the first black school board member in Saluda, South Carolina. That was, you know, one of my cousins. Just is there so much rich history? And I think we need to make sure that we're taking the time to learn that history while we still have, you know, some of our matriarchs and patriarchs in. That's right. That's good. um, Around us and living. Uh, So often we take for granted the ability to listen to the stories of our grandmothers, our grandfathers, our mothers, our Mm -hmm. fathers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes all you need is just you know, one or two minutes to dig a little deeper Mm -hmm. and say the right question. And you can learn so much about your family story that can, you know, you can reinvest into your family when you have your own. That's really good to That is really good. That's, I think that's the nugget of the, that's the highlight of this. We're all making history every day. So it just depends on how you want to contribute to the history, you know, the story that you're creating. Yeah. And making sure the stories get told. Yeah. Making sure they're shared, making sure they're documented. History yes, doesn't have to be grand. Right. Yes, every day. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right, guys. I am so excited. Oh, gosh. This is a good place for a sound effect because I am excited. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. All right. So, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So, we have an optional segment that we kind of swap out at this portion of the show. And if you remember on the first episode, we said that one of those segments would be Tennille's Dating Diary. So, here it is. so y'all i had come prepared to share this story about a date gone wrong oh i thought you was gonna say gone right no where i thought the dude was just whatever i'm not even gonna go into that story but oh today i was in the um getting my hair done Mm -hmm. in the chair that's good thank you and my hairstylist turned into my therapist which she does. She does. And so I've made Shout a sub-segment to the date diary, <laughs> and it's called Here Go TD with That BS. <laughs> so oh, that's good. Some of my friends Keep call me real. TD. Mm-hmm. So that's where, and, and I be on some BS. She, she do be. So here is the story. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I had to write it down. To oh, make sure she got notes, I get, y'all. I got it right for y'all. <laughs> So y'all know that now I am on the dating apps, trying to be out here, taking some actionable steps to being open and available. Okay. And I got in my own way. So I was corresponding with this guy. We were going back and forth. He says, would you like to meet up for coffee or a drink? Mm -hmm. I said, yes, I would love to. Mm -hmm. This weekend, it it wasn't a good weekend for me. Now, you know. It's never a good weekend for you. Okay, stop. Okay. I had I had a lot going on. Okay. But I told him I would love to go out with you. Okay. So the next week circles back around. He follows up mm. on a Monday. Should we get together this week? Hmm. Now. There Here's here goes the, the dilemma. Yeah, here goes the BS. So Saturday, I had gotten my first ever chemical pill on my face. Mm. 
the first couple of days of the chemical bill are like, if you gonna go out, you better go on Saturday and Sunday. I seen her on day five, <laughs> and she was, she was looking no, like. So, just so y'all can laugh, I'm going to give Maddie a photo to post to show y'all how bad my face was peeling. <laughs> I literally look like, you know how snakes come mm. out of their um, skin? But your skin is glowing now. Well, it, it looks you. good. Yeah. So I didn't respond because I didn't really know what to say. I was what like, to say? I got a chemical peel. In my I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go into that level of detail. So that was Monday. Now, Thursday, I'm coming off of the pill. You know, I got a little bit of peeling, but I'm like, I'm ready to make this date. My skin is going to be looking good on Saturday. Y'all, on Thursday, I he went blocked. into the app. You were blocked. His whole, our whole conversation was gone. He deleted me. Yeah, you ignored him. I ignored him. First, you blew him off, and then you Well, I didn't him. blow him off. I mean, I legit had something to do that weekend. That's where I struggled. Like, I legit had something to do. I was interested in meeting him. But I, I went silent, and that okay, was that, that. That was the moment, issue. In that moment, when you had something to do on Saturday, then you come back with the day that you could do. Yeah. Like, how many times is this Bama gonna be like, "Hey, you there? Are you interested? Are you? I'm coming back on Monday." Like, I know you. I mean, any self-respecting person after asking two, three times <laughs> is gonna go away. So this Am date right, diary. Marcus? Sorry, you weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was self-sabotaging. How many times would you ask a woman, the same woman, on a date? Like, after she... And then... and Twice. That's it. That was the second time, and I waited too many days without any follow-up. And he was like, F you. Oh. No, he ain't. He was... No, I'm joking. He was like, moving on. F was forget. It wasn't. It was like, forget her. He was out here with some really good intentions, and I was on that BS. Because I didn't want to come up and just be vulnerable and say, I got a chemical pill. My face mm-hmm. looks like whatever. I can't, but I would love to. But let's make plans for Saturday. Even if you didn't give him the detail, you could have just go gave when he when you couldn't do the first date, you should have gave yeah. him the alternative date. That is true. Let's do That's, the seventeenth. You all are you're, you're you're schooling me. You're schooling me. Ooh, so yeah. I was on that BS. And so I am here to tell all of you single people out there, don't get in your own way. <laughs> and I, when and shout out to Tania because she said this. Mm-hmm. I was expect I would want him to communicate what was going mm-hmm. on if the shoe had been on the other foot. Yeah. And so I cannot expect something from someone that I would not do myself and dating is a practice ground for marriage not to say that yes. you need to be treating this man like someone but you need to just get in the habit of being able to communicate yes. and just share like that's just a good habit you, you're a not gonna be habit. able to move on in any sort of relationship not that you're in a relationship with this man but just right. the practice of and i don't like when people go communicate me yeah that's just so, a good practice in life the moral of this story what's your lesson learned to be more open and to communicate and if I have, if I'm not able to make the date, I'm going to do what you just said and come up with a date that works for me right. as the alternative right. instead of just leaving it open yeah. for him to and circle back. people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dudes have more options than we do. One ghost, swipe next. <laughs> I might have missed out on my blessing, mm. messing with that, that chemical pill. Yeah. <laughs> Here go, TD with that BS. Thank you for your vulnerability. No problem. And now it's time for the question. I thought we were going to say it together. Of the, the episode. episode. 
Uh, all right. So this is the question that I shared in this month's love note. Mm -hmm. And I want us to have the opportunity to discuss it here as well. So what is something that you love about black women and or about being a black woman? So I have two answers and both of them have been touched on in this episode already. But one thing that I love about being a black woman is just the ability to do so many different things with my hair, mm. whether it's curly, mm. straight, adding some, putting on a wig, putting on a ponytail. Mm. We could just change the way we look and not in a bad way, but we have so many options right. with what to do with our hair. And so I love that. Mm. But getting a little bit more less surfacy, mm -hmm. I'll say, is the strength of a black woman. Mm. We are able to persevere through a lot and... Uh, I know that sometimes we can be too strong for mm. our own good, mm. but that strength does allow us to do many great things. It allows us to support our families in times of struggle. Mm. Um, it's just the back, like we you say, we're the backbone of the family. And mm. so oftentimes we have to be, you know, we have to have that strength to persevere and to go above and beyond, even when we don't always have the resources or the energy to do it. And if you talk to any black woman mm. who is a mother and a wife, hmm. she will tell you she is tired. She <laughs> I mean, that's true. Am I lying? Am I lying? No, because I'm tired as a mother right now. Yeah, it is. So, Maddie. White women might be tired, too. They, they well, might I don't be. know. They might be tired, too. That's we true. can't speak for that. But I, we, I know what I know. Yeah. I'm tired. You're tired. Yeah. And on top of, you know, being a wife and being a mother, you may be in your professional life. Mm. You might have to deal with some racism. Racism. Yeah, call it what it is. It adds to the regular rigmarole of being a woman. Just the And it can be bullshit. subconscious. Yeah. You don't even, you know, just going the about your daily. Might, yeah, yes. It's already against women. There's already all this stuff. Yeah. You know, men in leadership. And then on top of that, you add that extra layer. It's like a you double You gotta fight way. at work. But hey, I tell you one thing. I ain't strong. gonna be fighting at home, so. Yeah. Cause this you gotta have a good, to, yeah, you gotta right. gotta have a good um, home situation. You sound like a mama already. I tell y'all one thing. Well, I'm not gonna be doing this fighting up my head. Right. You got it down. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do you love about black women and or being a black woman? The friendship. Mm. Like, I, yeah. Like anything that I've had to go through, mm -hmm. anything that's been a highlight, anything that's mm -hmm. been a low light. You know, the most fun times I've been with black women, mm -hmm. the hardest times, that's who support that's black true. women come through with a meal, they do. a talk, a shoulder, uh, just anything mm -hmm. you need. That's who's been there for me. That's, that's my true. support system. That's my, you know, I'm, I've just been so blessed to that sisterhood, sisterhood. that friendship. Sisterhood. It's beyond friendship. It's like... You know, the black women instantly become your kids' aunties, you know, that is because true. They're, they're your sisters. All the sis talk and all the auntie mm. talk and all of that, it's like that that special bond. It's I, the village. Live, it's the, I live for it. It's the village. I live for the sisterhood. The village will swarm you. And let TV tell it it's catty and we splashing drinks mm -hmm. in each other's faces and that's all true. that kind of stuff. And that's not my life. That does exist. It However, does exist. not in my life. You can change you that narrative. You have control of that. Exactly. Yeah, the you energy doing? you bring is the energy you'll get back. So, so I love the energy that I get back. Yeah. I love my girlfriends, Tennille being one of them. You know what? I actually wrote down something else about what I love about being a black woman. What's that? Now, I don't have this, so I do have it, but 
Y'all are going to laugh A big at butt. Me. Yes. I knew where you were going. I love black women butts. I love black women's shape. And a lot of well, people too, love yes. black women's shape. And I love that I have a black woman's shape. I love it. Yeah. I miss the butt. Uh, <laughs> the right. butt butt. When God Portions was handing out butts. <laughs> he did not give me one. He gave you I mean, one he gave scoop. Me one, he gave you a scoop. He gave me a scoop. But he didn't give me that double portion that I'm looking for. <laughs> That 2020 double portion that T.D. Jakes has been talking about. I missed the butt double portion, so I need to get... You ain't gonna miss this next one. I need to get an amazing man. You ain't gonna miss this next one. But I do love black women's bodies. I love our skin. I love our hair. I love our butts. I love our breasts. I love our stretch marks. I love our... All of it. Everything. I love being a woman. I just love it. Mm -mm -mm. It's awesome. I guess maybe being a man is cool too, but... Again. I'm sure it is. We all have our, you know, things. But being unique a woman, characteristics. Yeah, like being a, to be a woman, a woman versus... it's like that aura. You know, you walk past a man and they see you, and you're beautiful, and they notice you. I don't think I mean, men have that. Some men don't men have. Too. They don't have that same glitter around them. They don't have that same. <laughs> they have their own little judge. They okay? look good. You can look. You could be like, oh, he look good, but a nah. woman, they got, they, we got a smell. Of they death. oh, they got a smell too. Okay. The right smell. Well I, well, I see you're out here looking, so maybe, maybe, maybe they do walk around black man magic. Magical. I won't take it. What they smell like? Cocoa man. butter? Nah, they they all cologne. smell different cologne. Now y'all know beard balm. You can. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, here she go. Now we're going down it. A- all right. <laughs> but there, there is just so many amazing things about being a black woman. I would not trade it for the world. Um, even with some of the things that ALS, so like mm-hmm. think about fibroids and know, things that right. plague black women mm-hmm. more than any other race. Mm-hmm. Even all that. Even all that. I, I would that. not trade it for the world. I love it. I love it. I love it. So shout out black woman. Shout out to you, black woman. And shout out to the black women listening to this listening to this podcast. And shout out, shout out to, to the friends I was going of to black say. women. And the lovers listening. of black women. Thank you for loving us, friend. Black girl magic. Hashtag culture. Hashtag say it loud. We are making history, black history. Yeah, and next month is Women's History Month, so we just keep the party going. We do. Yeah. All right, friends. We are out. See you or talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love Madam Podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love, M-A-A-D-E-N.